Mr. Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. That's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. I was ordering like gray market clove cigarettes off of off of the internet. I was like sending money orders to people in like mm-hmm, India yeah. and getting back like cases of them. And then I would sell them to all the actors because actors love clove cigarettes. It's like catnip to them. Yeah. And uh, and then I was just smoking for free for a while because I would just sell enough to like offset There's a lot of tobacco in those. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would smoke like. Four or five cigarettes a day, basically. Those were like a good way to get like a really long uh, break during work. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I worked at a, a cozy downtown, you can get a similar effect just with American spirits. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. I mean, it's nothing like a clove cigarette, mm-hmm. which was like a ten-minute cig- cigarette break. Mm-hmm. American spirit can be ten minutes. Yeah, if you and pace no, some yourself. of them. Yeah. I went into a cozy the other day. By the way, you said you worked at cozy. And uh, did they not used to be like a, like a really like artsy establishment, uh, cozy, or were they always just like a worse than Kadoba like fast food joint? Uh, I suppose they've always been what you just said. Yeah, because I don't know. I remember when cozy first popped up. You could get like a you could get like a um, they like, used a, like a flaming torch. Yeah, like uh, brought yeah, out to you. That yeah, you I can think roast that marshmallows was like a over. Lo- so they have extremely poor uh, business practices or something that they're like losing money hand over fist yeah uh so i don't think they could afford the petroleum anymore or <laughs> yeah or those cases for the i guess the so setup there's like a relatively new cozy like a couple miles up from delaware county i think they just filed for bankruptcy that's surprising but it's like it's like huge was the thing and i was like walking by it i was like wow this this cozy is like the size of like six cozies <laughs> For me, Cozy's was always the place that you would go to while you, like, after you had just decided to go to the Ritz to see a movie. Yeah, yeah. Had to, like, we kill counted sometime. on that stuff. That yeah. was my Cozy. But no, I've never been in one before is the thing, because I always thought, I was like, I'm not going to Cozy. That's like, you know, hanging out at a Starbucks or something. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's exactly what they would So I never went into one. love to be Starbucks. Until recently <laughs> when they, like, when apparently they're, like, down in the dirt right now. And uh, this Cozy, it was just, like, a way oversized Cozy. It was, like, way too big for its own good. Because when you went in there, it was just, like, standing in a warehouse that, like, <laughs> had a few Cozy-like things in it. With some couches. And there was just, like, a guy, like, at the way end of this warehouse. And he was just like, hello! Can I take your order? And I was like, I'm not actually going to eat here. I'm going to leave. And then I didn't go to Kosi. So still never been to Kosi. Yeah. yeah. Um, their uh, their bread's okay for a dollar. You can't really. Is that their thing? It's a bread place. Um, they make their own bread that like the same way every at every Kosi across the, across the country. They all have like these fifty pound bags of wheat <laughs> that they use for the pizzas, the sandwiches, and the bagels. Uh, yeah. I worked uh, at Panera stuff. for a minute, uh, which translates to. Uh, Panera bread translates to bread time bread. <laughs> yeah, that's good. 
So, um, one thing I learned there, though, uh, at least when I worked there, the, the official corporate policy was you weren't allowed to turn down any requests that uh, a customer mm-hmm. made. So, like, including, like, free food. So, for a while, at least, I don't know if this is still the policy, but you could just go there, order your food, and just be like, I don't want to pay. <laughs> and there was, like, nothing they could do to stop you. I'd say I want to try that, but I don't want to try that, because that'll just make me look like an a-hole. Well, and plus you'd probably give them a fake name that was <laughs> just yeah. like, it's Dracula. <laughs> yeah, I usually do anyway. Yeah. But uh, no, I want to go to um, Panera Bread. You know how they have, like, uh, paintings of, like, bread all over the walls mm-hmm. in Panera? And they're, they're, like, actual paintings by actual people, you know? Just, like, Panera, like, called some people up and was just like, make me a painting of, like... Paint us some bread. Yeah, paint us some bread. So, like, people painted Panera some bread. But by, uh... My uh, my whole plan is I'm gonna do some like guerrilla artwork here at the local Panera Bread. I'm gonna like make <laughs> my own bread paintings, bring them in, <laughs> hang them on the walls with like some sticky tack. Yeah, and just like uh, hightail it out of there as quietly as I can, and see how long these uh, these paintings of my bread stay up. I'm gonna make like like paint a picture of like bread taking over a city like Godzilla, or like you know, just like, two loves of bread tongue kissing. Yeah, like two breads on the beach, like at night, on a blanket, <laughs> like making out. Uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Hi, yeah, welcome to Mystic Pizza Minute. I'm John Windsor. I'm David Holford, and with us we've got... Addison Davis. Welcome back, Addison. We are on Minute 24 today of uh, the 1988 uh, Julia Roberts classic, Mystic Pizza, directed by Donald Petrie. Classic Petri, question mark. <laughs> starring Annabeth Gish... Uh, Lily Taylor, Julia Roberts, and Vincent D'Onofrio. And oh I forget. Oh my God! Yeah, he's in this. Yeah, old Vinny D. He's in this one. That's right. That's looking real movie. handsome too. Yeah, we were talking uh, last episode about uh, method actors playing the Joker. Would you say that Vincent D'Onofrio is a method actor? Well, uh, you told me an interesting thing. Maybe <laughs> on this show. <laughs> so excuse me if this is repeating it, but um, apparently for his role in Men in Black. Like, what was his character's name in that? Uh, Edgar. Edgar. So Edgar, you know, takes over. He's an alien that takes over this guy's Edgar's body. And in order to get that whole, like, ill-fitting body kind of thing, he, he, of course, relied on, you know, a lot of, like, his motion and stuff. But he also put on 100 pounds before filming and then lost the 100 pounds so that his skin would be all saggy. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, a lot of uh, what you see in Men in Black of Vincent D'Onofrio, like, his skin all hanging loose and stuff, like, uh, this is just, like, I I probably, uh, like, I didn't know we were going to be talking about this, or I would have researched it, but, uh, apparently, yeah, he put on a bunch of weight and then lost it real quick, so his, like, skin would hang all loose and stuff. Yeah, that's method acting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, do you think he's going to do much method acting in this? We've only really seen, like, a tiny bit of Vincent D'Onofrio so far. We saw him, like, show up at Mystic Pizza all angry, and then we saw him in the bar for he a little bit. He keeps getting, like, uh, like belittled by strangers so far. Yeah. Did uh, did he already have the wedding thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the opening. Oh, yeah. That was the opening, and right. Of course, right. the wedding. I so. Yeah. So, um, I just got married a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I was terrified that Hannah might pass out uh-huh. at a certain point, just... I don't know why, but, mm. you know, apparently it happens, you know, if I can believe everything I see in Hollywood. Uh, but I couldn't remember why I was so afraid of it happening. <laughs> because I was, like, high as hell or something when I watched this movie and totally forgot that 
that's the half the plot of this. It would be funny if you were like worried about it so much that she was going to pass out that you passed out. Yeah, that would have been terrifying. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite part uh, I noticed at the wedding was when you were walking around each other, there was a, a twig on her, her uh, gown at one point, and mm-hmm. you were standing on it so that when she walked around you, it would become... But then you were just kind of standing on her skirt I was trying, yeah, I was trying to get a twig off of her. Mm-hmm. I thought about grabbing that twig and presenting it to you as a gift. I, I should have done that. <laughs> Tie a little bow on it. <laughs> um, Put some googly eyes. Yeah. Method acting, though. You know, I uh, I just did my very first little acting gig recently, like a week Exciting. ago. Yeah, I, I am a very small character on a television show called Book of Nimrod which is having its second season premiere pretty soon. It's like a crime drama. I'm the the head of the DMV. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, it turns out acting is horrible because <laughs> it's like a literal nightmare because, uh, you know, everybody's staring at you and you have to, like, remember lines. Or, in my case, not remember them and just be told them. Like, because like, they were like, do you want to read the script? And I was like, well, I'm just a DMV guy. I wouldn't know what was going on, right? And they're like, that's a good point. Don't be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and so I got to go back and do another scene at some point because apparently I'm a reoccurring character. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's uh, interesting, at least. They do it in Philly? Yeah, well, we were in Chester for it. Okay. Like, uh, we, we had some sort of, it was like on the weekend, we had access to a government building and just were allowed unfettered access and... Actually, I'm not even sure it was government, exactly. Well, whatever. So, uh, what happens in this minute? Yeah, we're on uh, minute 24, like I said before. Vincent D'Onofrio is not in this minute. No. <laughs> so, so, uh... Sorry, Kat, Benny D. Yeah. Cat shows up at, at, in the previous minute with, uh, with Phoebe, and then Phoebe <coughs> goes off to go eat her sandwich. So, at the beginning of this minute, uh, Tim hands her a check, saying that this will, like, be... make them square for a while. So, I guess this is kind of like her babysitter retainer. No, well, he uh, yeah, he gives her a check, and he says, uh, this should get us up to date. So I wrote down that I guess this is like a few weeks later. Like, she's been the babysitter That's a, good point. Yeah, a she, couple times already. Yeah, they have a, a real... Well, I mean, like, right from off the bat, she was, like, reading The Velveteen Rabbit and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so they, they have a shared love of reading these two. Yeah, so let's say this is, like, five days later or something. Yeah. And she's been looking after Phoebe for five days. And uh, so... She's, like, saying how much she likes the house or whatever, and then he is like, well, you want to see, like, the most impressive part? And so they go upstairs. He tells his daughter once again to don't go off the porch. Very important. Don't go off the porch! (laughs) Don't go off the damn porch! (laughs) And uh, as they head upstairs, he tells her a little bit about the history of the place. It was built by, in 1880, by uh, Elias Montrose, yeah, he says, uh, yeah, it was built in, eight, in uh, 1888 by Elias Montrose. Eight, eight, I think it was 80, but... It was 1880? Yeah. Okay. Um, for his English bride, Elizabeth. Yeah, and then he goes on to say that uh, Elias and Elizabeth were married in London after like a whirlwind romance. Wait, what? 80 or 88? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, 1880. 80. 80. 80. Wasn't he born? I looked at... I, I Googled him, too. When was he born? Uh, I don't actually have when he was born. Okay. But he was young, apparently? Or? I think I saw, like, 1864 or eight, or, or 1866. They might be fudging their history a little bit, maybe. Well, hold on. Where did you find your Elias Montrose uh, information? I just Googled it. Uh, you can look Elias it up. Montrose. 
1868 to 1933. Yeah, but if you look a little further, or, is that the Elias Montrose that they're talking about? Fair point. That many, but. Fair point. There are none of them. It's just a bunch of quotes for this movie <laughs> and these two guys that died in the 18. 18- yeah, because here's what I wrote down. 1930. I uh, I did a little research on this Elias Montrose that apparently this uh, apparently Tim Travers knows a whole lot about. Uh, Elias Montrose does not exist. <laughs> Wait, what? Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the ones that you're finding online, because I found those same ones, they are just like, they're it's just like uh, dead people, you know, from, you know, a little while back that had nothing to do with <laughs> nice. Mystic Pizza whatsoever. Oh, that's a great find, Windsor. Yeah, yeah, thank you're you. You're positive, no, I'm pretty positive, because after like, uh, after like a few like, uh, you know, obituaries or something... Uh, it's just a bunch of quotes from Mystic Pizza. Yeah, now that you yeah. mention it, this house doesn't look like it's from 1880. No, no, they might, have, <laughs> they might have just built this house for this movie. It's, like, it's got no insides. Like, uh, you know, they could have thrown that up in a few weeks. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, Elias Bonchos does not exist. But that uh, begs this the is question. the second time that they just completely fudged history. That, because at one point, she, uh, she shows up at his house and she's like, very excited about his old telescope and she names the brand of the telescope but they'd only existed for like seven years before this she's like oh you have one of these old van whatever they were an old van court yeah an old van court it sounds old enough yeah she's treating like this ancient telescope but 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 they're from like 1979 was it uh did it look earlier than 1979 yeah it, it looked like it was like it was all brass it was like a fancy it was like the kind of telescope that you might buy at like the sharper image and then put on your curio cabinet or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or sky All brass sounds like 1979 could be. Yeah. And yeah. and then she, if she she's only like 17. It would have been old to her is like If it had like faux wood, yeah. that would have been really like 1979. <laughs> it's just like an Atari. <laughs> Yeah, but so, anyway, like I was saying, like, they wrote this Elias Montrose story uh, for the movie Mystic Pizza. Like, this guy Tim Travers is talking about, like, Ooh. Elias Montrose lore. I bet lore. Tim Travers doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's just, like, he built up such a, like, a fake name for himself that he has, like, all these, like, fake stories also that go along with it. We could write a prequel to Mystic Pizza about <laughs> Elias Montrose. <laughs> yeah, right? It'll be, like, uh, like, like, lost, kind of, you know? Like how you start to figure out like uh, different people. Yeah, like uh, it all started out with like this merchant. But I'm actually kind of thinking like since they like took the time to like write this Elias (coughs) Nacho story for this you know the screenplay about a pizza restaurant. Like, uh, maybe Elias Montrose is mentioned again in Mystic Pizza at, like, a couple different points. Mm. And, like, you start to figure out more and more of this Elias Montrose story. Mm. And maybe he's, maybe his, like, uh, whirlwind romance that he had in London with Elizabeth echoes, going, echoes like, uh, yeah. Bill and Joe's romance. And that's kind of where the mysticism of this movie shows up. <laughs> you know? Wait. Um, what town are they in? Mystic. Mystic. They're in Mystic. Right. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to get that clear that there's not like a real Mystic element to this. Well, it aside could be. from the setting. We don't know. We don't know for sure. I yeah, just we don't, we to don't make know sure. for sure. No spoilers here. <laughs> no no spoilers. I almost called you Elias. No spoilers here, Elias. I also wrote down uh, did anyone notice uh, Tim Travers' tiny little watch that he has? He has a very no. thin... It's, like, definitely a woman-sized watch. But then he also has those super thin glasses, so maybe it's just stuff with... Like, I haven't seen anyone wear a tie He's in this been a so far. Yeah. 
But maybe they just had skinny skin ties in the eighties. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's then, why and we then, had them. For like, when would they have switched years. over to it being like all like? Thick. Everything ballooned in the nineties. The nineties like, suits got really fucking. Yeah, shoulders. Yeah, I was watching. We were watching American Beauty the other day, and all the characters in that were like practically wearing zoot suits. Yeah, that's what it feels like when you watch old comedy specials and <laughs> oldish. Like, yeah, anything years. like uh, anything like pre nine eleven, really. Not to bring up such a sad subject, but <laughs> really kind of changed the world. Nine eleven, uh, you know, even like the way people dressed and stuff, like the like the the big shoulder pads gone. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people didn't have time for that shit anymore. Buildings are blown up. Well, you know, like uh, a lot of it has to do with hey, a lot. They were just they were just falling. They were, they were just up. falling. Like, dude, fuck your shoulders. Save your family. A lot of fashion apparently is dictated by the economic conditions of, of like when. So like when like we ran out of fabric. And well, weirdly enough, the fabric crisis. Is- colors tend to get less colorful as the economy improves. So, like, when things are bad, people wear brighter colors because I guess fabric dye is like an easy way to make. You know, like you appear flashy or whatever. You can't like afford texture and stuff. We're like, both wearing like some yeah, well, some colorful pants. The economy, All three of us are wearing. The economy some colorful is pants. not where it could be possibly. Yeah, we're we're in we're in a post nine eleven world right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, Do your part and go shopping. Biff from Back to the Future too is our president. <laughs> Wear gray. Yeah, but, so uh, when, when colors start toning back down again, you'll, you'll know that things are good. Yeah, so things were really time. good in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. I always yeah. thought it was a period of, like, Civil War. Yeah, <laughs> no. They didn't know how good they had it. Maybe they should have, <laughs> you know. Well, they're all, like, they all have spaceships and stuff. Those have to be kind of expensive, like, even in the Star Wars universe. Uh, I think once you get past a certain point, like, where where the spaceships are being thrown away like garbage. They're at the point where, like, every single planet is unified. Well, like, it's either unified or there are, like, two species that are fighting it out. <laughs> Naboo. So they're, yeah, exactly. That's what they exhibit A. Uh, so they've got, like, a lot of resources. They're, they're not, like, 190 countries fighting it out for a bunch of shit on our planet. Mm. Anyways, back to Mystic. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, he takes her upstairs, he's uh, telling Kat um, the the story of Elias Montrose, and he takes her uh, out onto, like, this upper deck area of this house that he's working on, and, uh, like, the first thing she says, she just yells, I'd put a telescope right here! <laughs> like, me, I'm, I'm Catherine Telescope, and here's where I put my telescope. Yeah, she's got, like, a... She's got character traits, not a lot of them, but mm-hmm. like, but some pretty well-defined ones, and one of them is her love of telescopes. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's like, um, he's like, I would too, because this is where Elias Montrose, this guy I made up, uh, would uh, put his telescope. And, if you know uh, what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and he, he would watch the ships coming in from the east to unload their treasures for him, because he like acquired treasures, Elias Montrose. Yeah, like apparently Mystic has had like a lot of rich people. Ever since the beginning, uh, so this is a summer cottage apparently for somebody. Really nice. Yeah. Um, it, early on in this movie, we had no idea why there was tourists in Mystic. We were like really baffled by this, but apparently it's just like where rich people hang out. So yeah, it's where you build it's like your Martha's summer vineyard or, vineyard or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where you go in the summer if you don't want to have like such a hot summer. Yeah. You just want like a nice weather summer. Hmm. Go to Mystic. You ever been to Mystic, Addison? I've never been to Mystic. Is it in Jersey? It's it in is in <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. You're like, what, four states off? 
Something like that. I think it's just like New York's in the way. Yeah, New York's just in the way. Maybe you it's want up to... in that mess of New England states. Yeah, it's close there. But... All those like V and A shaped ones. You know, I drove through Connecticut once and twice. You know, I had to get back um, from Vermont. Mm-hmm. Good trip. But no, didn't never never seen Mystic. Is it real? Is Mystic real? Oh yeah, Mystic is okay. real. Uh, it's where Mystic River took place, actually. Mm-hmm. Sean Penn. Did Elias Montrose show up in, in Mystic River? I don't know. We, uh, we're we going to have to, you know, do our research on that for next episode. But, uh... Yeah. You should watch Mystic River in between minutes. <laughs> Originally, our plan, like, my very first idea for how I wanted to follow this one up with was with Mystic River Minute. Spiritual sequel. Yeah, but then people told who saw that movie were like, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of a lot of sadness in that next podcast if that ends up happening. Well, we uh, could use that original theme song. A lot of real creepy parts. Yeah, right. Scare the pants off of people. Um. All right. Well, that's about all I've got. Anyone else have some notes? Um. Uh, I just wanted to say. Uh, I, I I spoke about this off air that the uh, Phoebe we can see in this minute oh, yeah. is not on the porch. Nor are Where any the, of the construction Yeah, there's workers. no construction workers. It's like, what I think is going on is that Tim, he has this line that he says, and you want to see the best part? And then everybody hears that, and they're like, all right, we got to go. <laughs> He's about to take someone upstairs to yeah. show him the best part. <laughs> he leaves the house for, like, 15 minutes. I, I thought for sure. I don't know why I thought this, because if I thought about it a little bit more, I would have realized this wasn't going to be it, but I totally thought he was taking her to, like, the master bedroom. <laughs> he was just gonna... Of the uh, yeah, unfinished house. Yeah. You know, want to see the best part? The bed's already here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, like... This is definitely a burgeoning romance. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, but, like, he's married. Yep, Tim Travers is definitely married. Maybe it's a loveless marriage. I think there's gonna be a part pretty soon where he's gonna, like, take her aside and be like, I didn't give you the full story. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. I told you that my wife moved to England, well... actually, she's dead. Yeah, actually, she's... I buried her under the floorboards. Phoebe saw me do it. That's why Phoebe's all screwed up. Don't tell her the truth about Elias Montrose. It's a story I made up for why this house is here. (laughs) I told her mommy went to sleep. Um, alright, well, uh, I think that's gonna just about do it. This was the Mystic Pizza Minute. <laughs> I don't usually, you usually do the outros. Hey, hey, Dick, give it, give it your, your old college All Alright, alright. This was the Mystic Pizza Minute. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank our producer, Steve Richardson, uh, our musician, <laughs> the bungler, and, uh, you, the listener. Uh, and, uh, why don't you throw us a rating and, uh, Give us a subscription or whatever. Shoot us a message. We'll read it on the air and all that jazz. Yeah, find us on Facebook at uh, you know Mystic Pizza Minute. Well, no, no, no. on Facebook we're uh, we're still Lunar uh, Media Broadcast. Yeah, but the the URL is Mystic Pizza Minute. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, we're still under Lunar Media Broadcast. So look us up that way. Uh, find if us you, on. If you know Mark Zuckerberg, by the way, like could you like pass along? A message about how we'd like to change the name of our page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, we'd like people to find us. So come on, Zucks. Find us on Twitter at Pizza Mysticism. Find us on Instagram at Mystic Pizza Minute. And thank you, Addison Davis, for coming back for another minute. Yeah, thank thanks you a for lot. having me. It's been a great time. Yes, this was all very delightful. Uh, good night, everyone. Yeah.